Oh boy, I feel ill. <laughs> that was like oh, a nightmare, like come true right there for a while. I definitely had those moments where it's like uh, Magic Tavern or whatever. We'll be recording with someone where I'm like, uh, okay, we, I, we, you know, I don't really know this person. I have to like make sure I'm right there on time. And then for whatever reason, there's a ghost in the machine and all my equipment just <laughs> comes to a screeching halt. And I'm like, why are you doing this? That's uh, that's why we wanted um, to use Zencaster starting off because we've heard, especially on Hey Riddle Riddle, sometimes problems happen and we're like, hey, if something, if we mess something up, Adam will just think it's Zencaster because he's had it happen uh, before. Uh, anyway, now that we can all take a deep breath, Adel, uh, would you like to introduce yourself to the folks at home? Yes, hello. My name is Adel Rafai. Um, oh, I'm a I'm a little Midwestern guy who does podcasts and improv and and all that jazz. And oh, I'm sorry, and all that jazz, Chicago. <laughs> Of course. Thank you. Obligatory Chicago representation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that I can't stress enough that movie and the Broadwood Broadway play to a lesser extent absolutely represents us as a city, us as a culture, really? us as a people, us as a talent, us as a murderous, uh, murderous, murderous row of wives in prison <laughs> making, making various sounds. Uh, so yeah, so it's like it's almost a documentary. Oh, wow. Easy. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't actually seen Chicago. Yeah, you don't need to. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it doesn't. Sucks is a strong term. It's it's fine. I remember showing you Chicago. You were showing me. So that means you actively. Wow. <laughs> well, Slow, uh, slowly backs away from Mike. Out um, the door. I'm walking down the street. Now. Oh, anyway, uh, this is sights unseen. This is a podcast where we take our audience on a visual mind journey where we describe video games that played. Maybe they haven't, but they get to see it through our lens. Yes, and I'm uh, Sybil. I'm Jared. Yeah, that's the show. And, yep, good night, folks. That's <laughs> good it. Good night, that's it. No. <laughs> so, uh, as we discussed, like, we could do just like, a little conversational, so I was going to just I just wanted to ask, like, Adel, like, what's your favorite, like, video game, like, all time? Ooh, uh, Duck Hunt Gun to My Head, I'd have to say, <laughs> I'd have to say Bioshock. Really? Oh. Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. I bought all the Bioshock games on sale on Steam. I still haven't played any of them yet. I there's just something about the story, the the sort of tone and mood of it all um it's just very eerie very creepy it's like old, like 1920s kind of score it's just really it just ticks all the boxes it just really does it for me it's very atmospheric and then i will say something that led to me enjoying it so much retroactively um is i really enjoy immersive theater and there's an immersive theater piece called sleep no more new york that was heavily inspired by bioshock so I think seeing that several times also made me have a deeper appreciation and, and love for Bioshock. Neato. It's really cool. I like when they uh, they step out into like different 
different medias to like really give you more stuff yeah that it's absolutely that it's not all it's not just kind of stay in your lane that it's like oh this can become something else this can become a live action thing and yeah absolutely i mean that's how we got uh escape rooms basically it's like taking those ornery japanese games and turning them into a real life experience (laughs) that i didn't think about that that's a great point yeah I really, I really want to play Bioshock, partially because isn't there a mechanic where you, with the 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 little girls, like don't you have to like kill them to like gain powers? Or oh something? God, what is what? That? I mean, when you say it like that, I'm a monster. But <laughs> you, there, you have some amount of autonomy in terms of you can. This might be the first game that I experienced this. Maybe not. I, uh, I can't remember. But you can kind of choose what path you want to go down. Um, where you can kill them uh, and their big daddies, as their protectors are known. Uh, the, the sort of um, image you see most commonly associated with Bioshock is the big metal diver guys called big daddies. Um, you can kill those little girls and you get uh, a different ending than if you uh, save them. Because you can, you can also cure them. You can um, uh, inject some sort of antidote into their um, little necks and it saves them, hopefully. <laughs> Sounds like a great great way to save them, yeah. Yes. No, no mystery, I guess. I don't know. Don't think too much about what you're injecting. Yeah, it's a there's a lot of trust involved. Yeah, but I, I I like the idea of like challenges in games, and I like to like impose my own challenges. It's like I want I want to try because I've heard like trying to save them all makes it harder because get to get whatever you get from killing them as much. So I was like, I want to try that, play through it, just save yeah. them all. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. It is very tough. I mean, um, another one of my, I'd put it in my top maybe five to eight, uh, Undertale. I don't know if you've ever played Undertale. Oh boy. I played some of that, yes. But that's another one where I think you can play like pacifist mode where you, yeah. don't, you don't fight anyone. I haven't done that yet, but I hear that it's very uh, rewarding to, to do that. So it's, it's something I've been dying to do for a while. Yeah, I've heard that's really hard. Like, I I wanted to, I haven't played through too much of it because, like, I wanted to try to go through and get all of it, get like the uh, genocide route, whatever. I, like, where do you kill everybody? Like, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds, it's, it's a fun looking game. It's great. And the, the whole theory of Sans's nest, you know, from Earthbound. Oh, yeah. I had not heard that theory. Yeah. There's a game theory. There's a game theory of everything on Um, Something else to sort of entice you, almost like if you ever watch Looney Tunes, you know, somebody puts a pie on the windowsill and then there's uh, this aroma turns into a finger and uh, sort of wafts over and uh, cajoles someone by the nose over to the pie. If I may do that verbally for you for Bioshock. (laughs) There's also a thing, uh, what a what a long path to this one thing I'm going to say. Um, there's also a thing where you can, you kind of inject yourself with different powers. So you can, you can kind of change what your uh, ammunition is or your power is. And one of the things is you can shoot bees um, out of your hands, Whoa. which is really satisfying. Okay. I did not know about that. What? That's cool. I want to shoot bees at people. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be great to just be in the grocery store and somebody cuts you off in line? You're like, not today, motherfucker. (laughs) I mean, it comes in handy if you run into Macaulay Culkin from my girl, I guess. (laughs) Well, is that how he dies? Here's 
Jared, you bring up something that I've been dying to talk about, which is absolutely you hope and pray that it's Macaulay Culkin from My Girl. But here's the thing. 50-50 chance it's Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. If you go after that guy, oh, oh you're in you're uh, in for a world of hurt stepping on ornaments slash hammer to the dome. If you shoot bees at that Macaulay Culkin, he's going to catch him and use him back he at He comes you. back like, with a game over. Yeah, game over. He has a tennis racket with, like, honey on it, and he's swat. I, I, I don't know how it works, but it works. It's effective. I'm terrified. I'm shaking in my boots thinking about it. Yeah, that's... Oh, boy. May, may, may none of us ever cross the path of... I want to say his name is Kevin. Kevin McAllister. Yes, Kevin, yeah, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, that's right. And here's what chills me to the freaking bone is where I live in Chicago. I may be a 22 minute drive from that house. So every once I in a while, just... every, I have to search it out, but every once in a while I'll drive by it just to be like, Oh yeah. And then, and I, and I get chills and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> terrifying. That kid's terrifying. that kid is, ba that kid was basically saw before the saw movies. I'm imagining you driving by that house and shuddering, but then you drive yeah. by the place where H.H. Holmes is. Oh, yeah, nothing. That guy, I mean, compared to Kevin McAllister, H.H. Holmes is a walk in the freaking uh, white city. Uh, now that I say it, was John Hughes, was he basing, is, is Home Alone based on H.H. Holmes? It even has his name in it. It is. It actually is. I didn't want to bring it up, but it is. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a secret of Chicago. They don't tell people that, but yeah. everyone knows. He lives in a castle, basically, secret rooms. Um, the uh, world's not fair to him because he gets left home alone. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's basically one to one. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel like we're already learning things. This is and this is exactly what our mission statement is. Uh, at least that's what I've told people. Yeah, we need to change this to like education. That's what we do here. Yeah, I feel pretty good about the last 10 minutes of my video game talk, uh, parentheses. <laughs> I feel like we've known you for years. Of course, I mean, that comes from, I guess, we've been listening to you for years, so that may be part of it. I, I, I haven't listened to you for years, but I definitely have listened to years worth in uh, a lot shorter time than it should have. It does terrible things to the brain. Yes, it does. I've literally have been just almost all of uh, Hey Riddle Riddle in like, it's too it's, much. No, nah, no. Nah. It's too many riddles. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> the, the human brain wasn't meant to hold that many riddles. <laughs> no. Goodness gracious. Uh, does Bioshock have any riddles? I guess it, you probably wouldn't list it as your favorite game. If it did. I don't. It's been. It's probably been a decade since I've played it. Uh, I don't remember it having any riddles. I mean, there, there's definitely like a mystery to be had in terms of like this city underwater and who's doing what. And these you find these tapes and stuff, you, you, like these audio tapes. Um, so you definitely have to piece things together. But it's not it's not like, you know, what uh, what clouds the day and shadows the mind. And you're like, I don't know, an egg. And it's like, yeah, it's an egg. It's more active escape room-esque atmosphere, I'm guessing. Yeah. I do. Um, I mean, I I did grow up enjoying Mist. Um, that was definitely oh, one of the hey. one of the first uh, computer games I ever played, along with like Oregon Trail. Nice. So I definitely, I've definitely had my fair share of. And I guess Mist isn't really, you know, that's more escape room than it is straight up riddles, but still, you know, mysteries to be solved. Yeah, a lot of puzzles. Mm hmm. I. I haven't played Mist either, man. I feel bad. Like every game, you're like, I like this one. It's like, oh, I haven't really touched that much. No. Okay. 
let me rattle off uh let me rattle off some of my some games that would be in my top i don't know 20 and you tell and you tell me yay or nay if you've played them is this okay. fun is that is that yeah, good is this fun yeah that, that, that can be yeah fun. that's fun and i'm a guest that i'm telling you what we're doing yes and that, that's please <laughs> well this is what we're doing yeah. this is of course the uh, weekly segment uh addle addle rattles uh we're addle rattles off a bunch of games uh silent hill i would say is one of my favorites very effective horror game no oh man no never played but but definitely watched videos on that okay. looks so good <laughs> uh equally good horror game resident evil 4 no okay. uh speaking of horror maybe a little more family friendly luigi's mansion 3 i adore oh i love all of luigi pretty much 100 percent of the oh, all of those games are so good Perfect. Now we're now we're cooking. Uh, Katamari Damase. Ooh, no, that's on the list for sure. Watch the Game Grumps play that one. It looks fun, chaotic. You're just rolling around absorbing everything, right? Yeah. So you basically start off. You're like a little alien prince, and you uh you start off with like a piece of gum or something, and you have to roll up the whole world, and it's so satisfying. It's one of the most. It's almost <laughs> like. It's almost like meditation or something where it's just like the sound. It's maybe the kickinest video game soundtrack of all time. Um, and then it's also just like really relaxing for some reason to just like slowly to start with like paper clips and, and marbles. And then by the end of it, you're like rolling up blue whales and like archipelagos. Like it's really. It's, oh, my God. It's really wonderful. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, here, I'll rattle some off. Bubble Bobble. Uh, Mega Man Three, yes. big fan of Mega yeah, Man Three. Yeah, Mega Man. Yeah, yeah obviously awesome. Ocarina of Time. That's like uh, the, yes. the pizza of video games. Oh. The pizza, the pizza and yeah, Beatles if, of video games. If you own an Ocarina, uh, an Ocarina. If you own an N sixty four, you got to play that. Oh yeah. Um, I do almost across the board in video games. I do despise water levels. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Bubble Bobble was one of my favorites. Yes. Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh. a lot, a lot of the Mario games, Super Mario Odyssey, the what's the space one? So uh, Galaxy, Galaxy, so so enjoyable. Uh, what else? Uh, Chrono, Chrono Tri Trigger, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, one of them. Yes. Super Mario Land Two, a Game Boy game where there's like a Halloween land inside of a pumpkin. Oh yeah, Battle, Battle Toads. Uh, oh no don't remind me of that i have like ptsd from like the the ski jet ski level <laughs> impossible it was impossible to beat yeah um, no. i grew i grew up really relishing i was definitely an arcade kid where my my dad would give me like a tenor and be like all right we'll see you in a day and i would <laughs> i would play almost exclusively either battletoads or those giant four-player games which would be which would include the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four-player game, the X-Men yeah. four-player cabinet, and the Simpsons four-player cabinet. And those those three just lit up, those four-player cabinets lit up my life. What a, what an enjoyable thing. So good. Especially uh, the only like real good like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one like that that I've played is uh, Turtles in Time. Is that what Oh, called? yeah. Oh, that one is so good. I like that one. Yeah, I like a, uh, a few of them. Donatello's, you know the best clearly uh, yeah uh, obviously i always so much... go for michelangelo but oh michelangelo he's fun but in a fight you want that reach mm, true the stick is better the stick is better uh 
absolutely cuphead is i like uh i like the god of war games left for dead um goldeneye you know had a lot oh of... yeah goldeneye oh, yeah. Man. what was did you yeah. did, did you two ever play the one uh, how how old are you two i mean uh, you're probably different that's ages. a great question well uh, yeah we're slightly different i'm 30 ages. i'm okay. 26 okay so so uh pretty young but i oh, played there's a there's a <laughs> you're welcome uh there's a game called um what was it perfect dark i mean goldeneye was amazing yes. and then perfect dark came out oh which was basically goldeneye but faster my our brother is a little bit older than us so i i we had that and i like i love goldeneye perfect dark i always thought was the better n64 first person shooter like they just did it so much better and i loved perfect dark so much. and the multiplayer oh, yes very yeah. good and then there was a there's a gamecube game that was um you had like a psychological meter or something. And so you're playing as this woman. And as you play, there's like a fly on your screen and you're like, get out of here, fly. And you get up to brush it away. And it's like inside the game. And then the game will be like, uh, shutting down. And you're like, it's like shutting down. No, you didn't save. And it's like shutting off the, the game. And you're like, what the hell? And then you go up to, to like panic and it turns back on. Uh, did you ever play that game? Where it's like it makes you I, go insane. I know about the it's game. On the tip of my tongue, not think of the name. Oh my god! <laughs> Editor's note: the game we all struggled to find the name of was Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem. Please go give it a try. That is all. <laughs> but that uh, was very. I like experiences like that, where it's like this feels. <laughs> this feels like waterboarding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to be yes. punished. I, you know, I want to be, um, except by Kevin McAllister. I want to be, I want to be put through the ringer. I want something scary. I want something. I just want something interesting. Um, which is why I don't, I mean, uh, games like doom or halo. I mean, I played a ton of halo, the multiplayer and sure. stuff, but I think that the words just like, you know, call of duty, it's like, okay. And then I kill that guy and then, you know, but I want, I want something more where it's like, this is an experience. This is like something that's going to stick with me and like haunt my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. That's like something I like a good challenge sometimes hurts, which is why I like uh, the FromSoft games. Like I remember hearing you guys played Elden Ring, I think, right? Oh yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've I put like 85 hours in Elden Ring. It's incredible. Uh, there's just something about going up to a dude any random dude in those games and then just like getting like your shit wrecked by them yes. that is sometimes fun yes i will say i had to stop uh i played dark souls 2 and bloodborne and i had to stop because at some point it wasn't fun because i'm like i can't get past the guy who's the size of 10 houses but i think <laughs> El elden ring was good because it's open world where i'm it's not i'm not uh shoved down this abattoir towards a you know a, a killer wolf um yeah. So I think Elden Ring I, I enjoy way more because I could just run and hide until I killed enough, you know, little uh, buffalo that I could uh, uh, eventually sneak up behind somebody and, and kill them and then get rocked by the rest of his friends. Yeah, I Elden Ring is my favorite of the games, but I super understand why so many people got into it, because it's definitely uh, a lot friendlier like to people. A little bit nicer. You can you can level yes. up quicker. It's more it's more forgiving for cowards. It's yeah. like oh, you run away, you will you'll live another ten minutes. That's fine. Yeah. We will get you, but 
for now, take comfort. When you play Elden Ring, because I again, I know hyperbole. I, I think I've put between eighty and eighty-five hours into it. I don't nice. know. If, I don't know if I could tell you much about the story in terms of this thing is so. It feels like you're reading the New Testament or something, where it's like Glorgoth begat Flormor, and you're just like, "There's a wolf head guy. I, I, there's this guy, and he has the stains, like the bloody stains." But I feel yeah. like there's so much lore. And it's all gorgeous and beautiful. And like when it's happening in front of me, I'm like, this is amazing. And the guy with like the diver's helmet, like the stained or like the guy who's in the, I forget his name. Um, but there's, I mean, it's just incredible while you're playing it. And then like half an hour later, I'm like, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> yeah. They have uh, some crazy names in there. Uh, I'm, I'm one where before I could buy Elden Ring, like I didn't, I couldn't afford it for a while. And so I was somebody who watched a lot of YouTube, like, lore videos of people just breaking it down. Yeah. And so I knew the whole lore and story and, like, different endings of the game before I even started playing it. So that made it a lot easier to, like, understand what was happening. Gotcha. See here, it, it, uh, that's smart. I, I will probably, uh, when I go back to the game, I will probably do something like that. I am old enough to where, I'm 41. So I was, and this is not an excuse. This is an excuse for me and not my generation because I feel like the rest, the rest of my generation is uh, absorbing everything fine. For whatever reason, my brain is just like, like I said, Mega Man 3 is one of my favorite games. You know, you want to know the the bosses in Mega Man 3? Magnet. <laughs> yeah. Magnet Man, Top Man, Shadow Man, Snake Man, Gemini Man, Needle Man. Like that's that's the generation I'm coming from is like, oh, how soothing to just be like, some object in nature and then man afterwards and that's and i can remember them but i think once we get into this george rr R. martin uh you know because he i think he wrote the story he, for Ring, or he helped right yeah he from what i heard he wrote like the story of what happened like a thousand years before the game and then the people like from soft the people who made it are like okay this is what happened <laughs> insane but yeah i mean that guy that guy wrote like 10 pages on like a cup of mead you know yeah so he's he's definitely um very detail orientated but uh yeah i think i think my brain is just i enjoy it all but i can't i don't retain um when, when i when i'm inundated with that much information and lore and, and all the names and everything uh it's too much yeah so it's, it's a lot to flood you with mm -hmm. i feel like that's how i tend to think i am but then at the same time i watched through all of them. uh you you're cutting in and out a little bit what 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 uh oh no oh no what did you say that Sorry. was a tv show uh, one piece one piece okay i remember we watched for hey riddle i think we watched one episode two episodes i remember luffy is the main guy right yeah that's a good that's see that's a good name luffy but yeah he's <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, I tried to hold it in. Wow, tomato, tomato. Yeah, same same name, I guess. I don't know. Same name, I guess. I don't know. Wow, yeah, you really walked that back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guest is always right. We, you're right. That's that's the number one rule. I forgot it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, well, it's actually pronounced this way, and then you're like, but uh, it could be the same uh, if you're an idiot. Uh, here's my apology. <laughs> no, you're you're good. I. I appreciate you just watching any of it. Yeah, it was. I remember really liking it. I got up to I, again. 
maybe two episodes, but I got to where there was some pirate clown, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yes, this guy rules. He um, does. So I definitely is actually point, I need to go back. the author's favorite character. I can see why. <laughs> yeah, and he's uh he's always he he pops up a lot going forward. Is there a One Piece video game? I think there's a few. There are several. There's okay. one that just came out recently. It, I think. It's supposed to be a big one. It was supposed to be kind of like Breath of the Wild style, like just kind of big open worlds, like One Piece Odyssey, I think, or something. It's on yeah. all the they newer really, consoles. It looks. Did they take the name from Mario? Uh, oh no, Super Mario. Odyssey. Probably. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Like Mario took it from Odysseus, and that guy was on a boat. So I think One Piece should have a bit more right for it. Wow. Uh, more okay. claim to it, whatever. Bringing in the uh, whatever Odysseus is—is is that Greek? <laughs> it's all yeah, Greek to it's, me. Yeah, it's Homer. It's, uh, Homer Simpson. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, Adel, I've, I do. I have some trivia questions, but I'm a kind and generous quiz maker. I will definitely at least let you guys pick the game you want to get questions from. Let's see. I've got trivia prepared for Pokemon, Legend of Zelda, uh, Metroid, and Animal Crossing. Oh, boy. Um, let's go Animal Crossing. Okay, cool, cool. Let's see. Should, do you want the easy one or the hard one? Um, I want the easy one, but I think the hard one is going to be uh, more invigorating. <laughs> awesome. I love that enthusiasm. You're, that's, that's the right spirit. I want a I want a mental polar plunge. All right. In the original game for the GameCube, how many possible villagers could move to your town? God. Where where are you from? Yeah. Where is <laughs> We uh we're we're in Kansas. Kansas, okay. The way you said town, there's just a there's a little extra movement on it. Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I guess Luffy doesn't sound so bad anymore, does it? If we're <laughs> If we're being nitpicky about, uh, no, just joking. Um, how many animals can move to your town in the original Game Boy Animal Crossing? Um, this feels like a trick question or something. I'm going to say none of the animals. I'm going to throw, I, I played it. I don't remember random number. I'm going to say eight. Well, that's, I mean, if we're going by prices, right? Laws, then I guess you get closer, but it's 218. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I don't expect anybody to get that. See, I was thinking how many you could have in the town at like one time. I forgot. I, I didn't realize we were talking about how many there were yeah, in I total. Yeah, I up a list. There were 218 different animals programmed into that sucker. That's wild. So many animals. They would just randomly kind of, you know, move in and move out at their leisure. And yet yeah. NBA Jam could only maintain two people per team. What are we doing? <laughs> Uh, they really don't, yeah they don't remind me there. travesty see and i don't know if you played the original animal crossing at all but my favorite character was like sometimes on the train uh, a cat would show up that had no face and <gasps> she was like oh i must have washed it off in the bathroom can you draw me a new one and then you could just put whatever you wanted on this cat's face you could just draw anything and that was always my favorite. How terrifying and welcoming. It's it's fun. They're very nice. But also the first time you see a faceless white cat walk up to you, it's yeah. it was scary. I was scared. I love that. Um, 
Do you want the other Animal Crossing question, I guess? Oh man, is that easy? Uh, I I absolutely don't, but <laughs> I'm but I'm pot committed. This is fine. You're golden. We're loving this. Which console was the original Animal Crossing made for? Oh, I already know this one. I, I can't steal it. Wow, from you. okay, well you shut up. Well you said you just mentioned one that was on Game Boy, right? Uh GameCube. GameCube, oh, okay. Um I wanna but say if I'm being fair, yeah. That one was actually a port of the original. Oh god, never mind. I don't know. I thought <laughs> that one was the original. Um Boy oh boy. I'm gonna say for the Atari. I don't know. Is it like a Tamagotchi type this thing? Was, yeah, this is kind of a fun thing for me to learn myself. It was released for the N64, and then uh, they ported it really in the same year. Why even bother? <laughs> they just move it immediately to the GameCube. Warning, I might have to sneeze in a bit, but I don't know when it's coming. What? <laughs> what kind of a Okay. I've never in my freaking life, this is amazing, I've never in my life... Uh, heard of anyone you basically gave you dropped like the release date for a movie <laughs> where you know how like they're like blade will be here in march 2024 you dropped a release date for your sneeze so far in advance i've heard people who are like uh, oh sneeze, and then they do it this is a brand this is incredible welcome to my world yeah this i'm gonna start doing that yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I just oh. I felt I felt something in my nose. I just I, I thought it might come eventually, but my sneezes are loud and scary, so I don't want to just startle. Everything you like... everything you just said could have very easily been dialogue from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I I felt something in my nose. My sneezes are loud and scary. It's like a lesson. This is like a, a lesson on Winnie the Pooh. Oh man. Our mic is starting to act a little bit funky, so I'm so we won't keep you too much longer. We appreciate how much you've given us. Uh, do you have a favorite like childhood memory playing a video game left you speechless, mouth hanging open, uh, mouth agape? Um, I will say, I'll give you two. Um, that were probably equally impactful. So I definitely I was uh. I was born when Nintendo came out and I remember opening, I don't know how old I was. I might've been like five or four. I don't know. But I remember opening the Nintendo system and losing my mind. I think there's, there's like VHS footage of it somewhere in, in one of my mom's storage units. Um, but I remember just losing my mind and being like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. I don't think I've ever reacted to any gift that way since. Because that was the that was the apex that was the top of the mountain. I've never. I mean, it was like truly. That's that might be my first memory. It was just like yeah. losing my brains. It was so amazing. Um, and then the the two I mentioned were the first time I successfully because this was pre internet or at least pre popular internet. I remember the first time I successfully heard a rumor that you could enter a code to get um, lives on Contra. The up, down, up, down, oh. left, right, left, like, select, start, select, whatever that is, A, B, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember hearing rumors, like, it was, like, a, a buzzing around town of, like, oh, yeah, you can do this. I was like, what are you talking about? And then me and my friend did it, and I remember, you know, being like, this is, this changes everything. Nothing will ever be this. <laughs> I, this, <laughs> that, 
I felt that way the way my mom felt about like when they put a man on the moon where I was like, <laughs> it's all changed. What we thought wasn't possible is possible. Uh, <laughs> Russia got there first, but we're here as well. Um, <laughs> I remember just that being life changing. And then the, the, the second thing, the final thing I'll say is um, when I first played Super Mario 3, because I think I had seen it in the movie. I want to say the, the wizard. The wizard, I think. The Wiz, I think, is Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Um, the Wizard with Fred Savage. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the Motown Wizard of Oz. Um, That's right. The, well, they, they ease on down the road and they play a quick game of Super Mario 3. Uh, we can both be right. We can. We don't, no need to shame anyone. But I remember, I think I first saw the game in that movie. And I remember being like, oh my God, what is this? And then the first time I played, I remember hitting a block i was i already was big and i remember hitting a block and a leaf came out that rusty brown leaf and i was like yes. what what the freak is this and i jumped up and grabbed it because i was afraid it was just going to land on the ground i thought at first i was like oh it's just going to like land on the ground and then do i have to like get a rake or like am I, do, I, do i have to do maintenance <laughs> am i like tending am i like a landlord now and i have to property manage these levels so i was like worried it was just going to disappear into the ground so i remember grabbing it and then I turned into a flying raccoon. I know someone's going to say Tanuki or whatever. Yeah. I, um, I did it all for Tanuki, but I remember turning into a raccoon and being like, this is the, I just remember being like, no video game will ever make me as happy as this just made me. But yeah, the Tanuki suit. That's, that's, that's magical. Yeah. Really, really special. Also in that game that, uh, I forget what level it was, but when you crouch down on the white block and then you dis you disappear and behind the scenes, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember seeing somebody doing that and thinking it was witchcraft. Yeah, you get this the like the warp whistle. I remember that uh, just being like even just the chest in that game where it's like you go and you open a chest and you're like this is so different than anything I'm used to. This is amazing. And I mean, even Mario, I really enjoy Mario 2. I can't remember the full story behind it. I know that it's like legally not a Mario game or something where it's like they mapped on, they mapped Mario onto some other game. But yeah, I remember was... I, I remember loving that game because it's the whole thing of like you it goes from like the normal level to like the shadow realm or the dark level and like princess could just float forever. Like it was just cheap. I mean, it's so fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that one. The the masks that uh, chase you are terrifying. For oh, me, my God. Like... Nightmare inducing. You're telling me these guys are called shy. You're wearing a freaking mask. You're you're bolting towards me with a killer mask on, and you're a shy guy. Get out of here. Yeah, no. We put Jason Voorhees Jr. in him. Thought that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Adel. Thank uh, you so much uh, for having me. This was truly a delight. Yeah. Yeah. You you have been amazing. It's been so fun getting to pick in a bit about games and talk to you about things that you've gotten to enjoy i'm looking forward to going and playing bioshock yeah i'm gonna check it out probably maybe yeah tomorrow i insist you tell me <laughs> how you how you both liked it we we will definitely uh do you have anything you want to plug Adel? i have a few things i want to plug first and foremost i want to plug my return to this podcast because i'm coming back baby and i'm gonna i'm gonna go 10 for 10 on whatever the stupid little quiz is i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to somehow learn the topic beforehand and I'm just going to study and study and study. Uh, and I'm going to ace this test. So uh, look forward to me coming back on this podcast to embarrass the quiz master. Um, but in, 
other podcasts, you can find me on the podcast, the Improvised Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. Um, you can also find me on the Riddle and Improv Podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. Um, I do a game show, kind of a game show podcast called Tell Me About It, where people have to defend their passions. And then I have a, a fairly new podcast with two of my best friends, and that's called The Word Association, where it's basically an excuse for us to spend more time together. And if you want to listen, God bless, but it's really for us. So I actually, I have listened to every episode. Please, please, anybody listening, go check out The Word Association. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, do you have a plug, Jared? I am going to plug Home Alone. Yes. <laughs> IT it guy here. Um, I'm going to sprinkle some IT magic uh, on the next couple of podcasts. Uh, there's going to be significantly less audio cutouts. We appreciate that. That's our. That's the plug from our tech man, Josh. Then uh, better yeah. running on this. Yeah. We couldn't have done this without him, honestly. Uh, yeah. yeah, he helped out. Uh, I'll I'll do a final plug. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in the show at all yet, but we switched our outro music. And I just want to plug the outro music we're using now. It's made by our friend Aiden. Uh, his name, if you go to our description, it's hyperlinked. You can click his name and it'll take you to his SoundCloud. SoundCloud, right? Not Bandcamp. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, it'll take you to a SoundCloud. The song's called <laughs> Robot Party. Ooh. So it's a it's a fun song. Check out his other music. But that's, I think that's a, that's a site. That's the site, and it we, was unseen. Yep. Thank you so much, Adel, for helping us see this all for us and our listeners. Yeah. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Uh, before we go, one more thing. Well, yes. can, we go, can we go around the horn and we each say who our favorite, um, who our favorite Street Fighter character is? <laughs> okay. I think it's Blanca, right? Yeah, mine's Blanca. It's got to be Blanca. Oh, the uh, only one that looks like a former U.S. president. I was going to say Cammy. Cammy? Oh, Cammy's great. Hold on. What president does Blanca look like? Taft? <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt? Does Blanca look like Trump? Oh. You be... think Blanca looks like Trump? I may be mixing Blanca up with M. Bison. <laughs> I think you are. Yes, I think so. Yeah, Blanca, Blanca is a jacked like a roided up brazilian monster a literal monster oh well you learned something new this see we're learning something that's what this show is about one little sprinkle of education one last yeah. bit well now i'll never be able to play blanca again thanks for that <laughs> you're welcome always think of trump now uh sadly <laughs>
Sorry, I just licked my hand and Jared's like, I feel like Jared's looking at me weird now. I mean, I wasn't, but now I am. Stop licking <laughs> your hand. I'll tell you brought attention to it. Nah, I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. <laughs>